what are these? Starbursts? Now and laters? Oh. Now and laters. Are these the ones that have jokes on them? No, those are Laffy Taffy. So you guys were here uh, on Sunday. Yeah. I didn't say yesterday this time, Reagan. <laughs> uh, Sunday was Family Sunday. Yeah. And uh, Family Sunday at Atwood Church means that uh, we involve all of the kids. Uh, the kids are in service here at Atwood Church. And uh, we try to have all the serving opportunities that we can have. Mm -hmm. uh, you were on stage. You helped with the pre-service hosting and the ukulele and getting ready. Uh, this is actually kind of one of your regular roles. This wasn't just for Family Sunday, but you helped to clean the building oh, yeah, on Saturday, on Family Sunday. Mm -hmm. And and I got to say, like, I love uh, that we do this. We've started, I think we've done this uh, over a year now at this point. It would have been. Do you remember the very first Family Sunday? Yeah, it was, it was in September, and then last year... Of 19, I think. Yeah, and then yeah. 2020 was August, mm -hmm. um, so it was a month before. So it, was, it started in September, and then we had, like, one more. Which is so awesome, because, like... Uh, at our church, we've we've said over and over that like we like we exist as a church to make disciples. That every single person has a role in that, and and even the kids, right? Even yeah. the students. Like we are all uh, doing the work of ministry. We don't believe that the paid staff does ministry. It's it's the people. All of us have a role in in you in don't think the staff do ministry. ministry. Well, of course we do. But the but the ministry that staff does is more in the equipping. Like we're mm. basically teaching and training those who are doing ministry to do it. Right. That's the that's that's what Ephesians says. That's exactly what Paul was telling to the Question. Ephesians. So. You why have a question you, already. Why are you not an elder? Who is interviewing Hume here? What? That, you know, those those are that's a fair that's a fair question. But those those are the decisions of of uh, of of the leadership. I'm, I think it's partially because I'm you know paid staff. Uh, and and Ryan, uh, you have, I've really enjoyed getting to know you because I I feel like you you get that. You said that you're already starting to to feel. God's calling on your life. Like, yeah. Like you, you think that there potentially could be ministry in your future. Yeah. I don't know. I'm honestly, I've kind of given up my life to him because I'm like, I was, you know, I've said it before in our Bible studies. I was just trying to do it my way, you know, and eventually he just kind of took me off that. And he's like, you know what? I, I kind of gave up. I'm like, I can't do it my way. It's not going to work. So I'm just going to do whatever he wants me to do. So I don't know what that's going to be. Yeah, I, I mean, yesterday's, or I'm sorry, I did it again. I said yesterday, I meant to say Sunday. It's Sun okay, Brenda, oh, thank you. You don't have to hit me every time you mess up. Okay, <laughs> thank you for your grace. And I'm sorry that I hit you. Uh, Sunday's message uh, from Luke 18 says, like, these are, these are Jesus' words. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Yeah. And so Pastor Matt, what your father was uh, kind of teaching us, explaining to us uh, that we, it's not that we actually need to become kids. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know I was playing a part, right? Mm. Like I was, you know I, know, I know. I had a baby costume on, you know, it was. You know it's literally, It was right? acting, acting. You it was all acting. literally, right? <laughs> all acting, yes. Not but Pastor Matt was teaching us like, like, okay, let's make some considerations to how do uh, how do children approach faith? 
How do mm. children approach God? Uh, and this is actually like this really great message to adults. Sure. But he points out even this Kent Hughes quote that, uh, that children, you do not have to wait. You don't have to wait to start to put your faith in Jesus, to start to serve, to start being a part of ministry. Reagan, how old were you, do you think, when you first started putting your faith in God, in Jesus? What, you, you, you heard him and took him at his word. I don't really know, maybe like three or four. Yeah, like that's super early. And I saw the evidence and the fruit of that in your life. Uh, and then finally you were baptized some years later. Uh, how old were you when you were baptized? Nine. Nine. And Ryan, your, your story is similar. Yeah. Right? I Honestly, I don't remember exactly when, but um, I think what kind of happened was it was like um, I, I heard it and I'm like, okay, I believe it, you know. But I didn't get like really serious until like um, going into eighth grade, yeah. summer of that. Yeah, and so you were baptized, you said at seven yeah. years old, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's just kind of like the beginning parts of your faith coming mm -hmm. into place. And you said in, in high school, it's become a lot more Yeah, real, um, right? I went to a summer camp for my cousin. He's, he's a youth pastor. Okay. And he's like, okay, you want to come to my summer camp? I'm like, sure, you know. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, I had like, I didn't know what to do, you know, for faith or whatever. So he, he helped guide me with some um, beginning steps. He's like, okay, just... Ask Jesus come in, you know, because it kind of been like I believed it, but it just fell out of my life, oh, you know, um, okay. because it's just like I didn't really have like, um, I don't know, it just it lost its, um, um, I just got into the world. Yeah, that's really what happened, you know, without even realizing it, I didn't have any Christian friends, you know, and I just like I wasn't plugged in at church. Well, I wasn't going here either, you know, um, and yeah, so it wasn't a priority to me. So yeah. I felt really moved at this camp on the last day. So I asked my cousin, I'm like, hey, what should I do? He's like, okay, start reading your Bible, you know, um, and then just pray to God. And so I started doing that, you know. And I did that for a while, but then I eventually, um, I lost motivation again for... And then it just, I know, it's it a cycle. And then it he's fell out. I was looking at her candy because she's, oh, she's oh, yeah. slowly opening the candy, making this like oh, little yeah, tiny yeah. paper wrapper. I'm like, what? I'll bet that's coming through on the mic. No, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to not have one. Oh, yeah. After this is done, though, it's going to be, we're going we're gonna to celebrate with candy. I'm sorry, yeah, you were yeah, saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, so it fell out. You know, I started doing my own thing again. I was trying to do my life how I wanted with all that, um, like, clarinet stuff, you know, like practicing. Oh, like, remember, like, yeah. four hours a day, yeah. every day, whatever. That was, like, your, and Because your I'm, like, I'm going to be professional focus. and whatnot. Um, so, and then eventually, well, this is what ha funny. COVID happens. You know, we're out of school. Yeah. So I lose all those influences in my life. Yeah. You know, um, and then I'm, like, so we finally start up online school. And my teacher's, like, oh, you have to read, like, an hour a week or something. And I'm, like, ha, I'm going to read my Bible, you know. Yeah, because she so, didn't care which book <laughs> yeah, she didn't care what book I read. Now you're so, killing two birds with one stone. I know. So I started reading my Bible, and then I'd be like maybe three times a week for like 20 minutes, and then I just, or and then eventually I would like procrastinate, so then I'd do like two days in a row. Yeah. And I just started more and more and more, and then I just made a habit out of it. So, and, and, and just to kind of clarify two points, uh, and, and I, I just want to say like I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen this in you. So uh, one of the things that I'm doing here at Outward Church is I'm a part of Outward Students. <laughs> what, did you, what is going on over here? Are you okay? <laughs> oh, we're going to have to edit out the coughing. It's okay. It's okay. People don't mind coughing. 
so I'm a part of uh, Outward Students here. I'm one of the leaders there, and and specifically mm -hmm. high school uh, high school boys group. And so what I've seen uh, in you, and one of the reasons why I asked you to be here is, is like as we're reading the Bible, you're asking questions, yeah. you're making observations, like you're working this out like for real. And and mm -hmm. so uh, I don't think that you necessarily lost your faith at any no. point, like you, you believed at seven, but your faith has been strengthened yeah, as yeah. you've gotten in God's word. And I, you might have started into God's word as kind of like a duty, mm -hmm, yeah. and maybe started praying as kind of a duty, but yeah, what yeah. you found, and you shared this with me, what you found is that like you enjoy doing that. Yeah, I know, it became an enjoyment. Because that's, that's time where God has met you in that place. Mm -hmm. uh, I, that's where uh, God has really made himself real to you. And, and you're asking those kind of hard questions, not only of God's word, but of God himself. Yeah. It's like what I've realized is like the more and more I get to know him, the more and more I'm faced with these challenges, you know, or harder mm -hmm. things because I'm like, oh, shoot, I totally didn't realize this is how I'm messing up, you know? Yeah. Like, because when I first was there, I'm like, oh, I was just fine, you know, I'm perfect. And then I'm like, and I'm not perfect. I'm far <laughs> from it, Yeah. you know? And and Reagan, you're you're in a ministry family. Obviously, both yeah. mom and dad are involved in ministry. This is all you've known. You've you've come up in the church, and uh, you. I mean, like I've seen. So I I'm also privileged to have been one of the teachers in um, elementary age class. I remember as early as second grade, I was one of the teachers in your class. And, and there has been a transition, I think, in your life where you say, this is what I do because mom and dad are here, right? But now, like, look right now. Like, your mom and dad aren't here, right? Yeah. You're, you're here practicing on a Thursday, uh, serving, playing music, singing uh, on a Thursday night, getting ready, uh, worshiping in front of everybody on a Sunday, uh, there, there seems to be a transition in your life where it's like, you're not just doing the things that mom and dad does. Like you see, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you, you start to see like, oh, this is my church family and serving yeah. and doing ministry is what God's calling me to. Is that right? Mm -hmm. What has been, um, what has been the difference do you think? Um, and maybe that's kind of a tough or unfair question because I didn't tell you like that I was necessarily going to ask you about that. The difference between... Yeah, I mean, the difference between like doing it because it seems fun and doing it because you care about people or doing it because you love God and you want to serve Him. Um, has, has there... I mean, have, have you noticed or seen that difference? Well, I love the thought of being able to like lead people towards Jesus with like singing. Yeah. And I've always thought that's kind of fun. Um, I listen to the radio at home. Um, I keep on. I keep a radio on my bedroom window, and sometimes I'll open my window to let my paint dry. But I also think like I might be annoying my neighbors into loving Christ. Oh my gosh, <laughs> annoying. Okay, because <laughs> they're listening to the music. All right. Okay. All right. But I mean, most people are inside. But still, the fact that you guys are thinking about that, you you recognize that you've been saved. And you're thinking about who hasn't heard, mm -hmm. who doesn't know, yeah. who is on a path that, uh, that would have them separated from God for eternity. And the fact that you're caring about that is just a mark of the blessing that God's put on your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's get into the sermon just a little bit. If, if we're going to approach God with a kind of a childlike faith, 
Can I can I explore your own faith, like just with a question, like, what has been the hardest thing for you to believe or accept? Uh, and either of you guys can go first. Like, what's one of the things where it's like, and, and let me just say, like, Jesus is really okay with doubts. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he's really okay with our questions. It's throughout the book of Psalms. Mary and Martha question the goodness of Jesus. Thomas, they call him Doubting Thomas because he needed to put his hands. Like, doubts doubts are how we work out our faith. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that you guys know it's okay to have had some doubts. What has been one of the hardest things uh, to believe? Probably believing that, like, just, uh, like, being rude to my brother, like, sinning against my brother could, like, separate, could possibly separate me from being with the Father. Okay. Just, like, forever. I don't know. So, this is, and you're talking about, like, before you were saved, yeah. before you were saved, like, a recognition that that, that sin, even a sin like that... Just, like, has the power ...could to, separate. Yeah. Now, now, what about now that you've, you've, you've accepted, you've, you've placed your faith in Jesus, you see that he's forgiven you completely, that his work on the cross covers that sin completely, uh, do you still sometimes question whether or not he will forgive you? I don't know. Is that a thought that, that comes in your mind even sometimes still? I don't think so. You don't think I, so? I don't think those So, so of... look at the difference. Yeah. You now trust and know that even though you sin, and you do still sin, right? <laughs> I, I still sin, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yeah. we all still sin. Yeah. Like, uh, like, even though you sin, like, that doesn't separate you from God's love. So you're saying that at one time you had a hard time believing that. But now, like, you believe it much easier. I don't know. Maybe. You don't know. See, still working those things out, right? Yeah. But does that keep you awake at night? No. No, right? Childlike faith. This is like, uh, this is like the really good... Uh, good and helpful way of, uh, of of thinking about it. Like, you're, you let Ryan talk now. Yeah. You're you're okay. You're like the heat is on. The spotlight's I mean, I'm on just me. Thinking he might be getting bored. No, I don't bored. want Ryan to get he bored. Got, no, I'm fine. I'm fine listening. <laughs> he got he got his turn. Uh, yeah. But but like my turn's there's, longer. There's uh, there there is a growth there with you, and and you're okay with not knowing everything, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't know everything there is to know. Oh, yeah. Right? You're okay with not knowing everything, and you see in front of you a journey with God. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's, like, walking alongside of you and teaching you about who he is. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes, that's, this is a thought that's gone through my mind, like, so many times. Like, there's only one person that knows, like, where that thing is that I'm looking for, where what that person that I used to know is doing right now. And it's crazy to think, like, if only I knew that, like, what would that be like, kind of? You're saying there's only one person who knows, and we're, we're talking about that. <coughs> yeah, okay. like... So God knows the, the thing you want. God knows where my hairbrush is. He knows where the things you're missing are. Just he like knows things everything. that I used to have, like... It and would people be, that you're thinking about, people yeah, that you like, care about. Yeah, it would be so cool to just know, like, where that thing or person ended up. But, like, only one person knows, like, where, how that ended up. So what I love about that is, like, here's you wondering at God. Like, you're just, like, thinking about him. 
and how cool it is that he knows everything. Yeah. He knows everything. <laughs> and that causes you to like smile and you feel the warmth of, of like who God is, mm -hmm. right? Like, oh man, we need to get back to thinking like kids with our faith. Yeah. Like, how cool is it that God knows where that hairbrush is, <laughs> right? Cool. Like, that's I mean, I awesome. Don't, I don't ever lose my hairbrush, but you that's just ever, an example. Did I just yeah, touch right, that? Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, it made a ton of noise, and it totally ruined the podcast. I'm it, sorry. It's broke. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Ryan, uh, are you willing to share doubts? Um, I don't know. One of my biggest ones I've been working through is just, like, trying to... I know Jesus is loving, but sometimes it doesn't feel like God, the Father, would be loving, you know? Because um, I would read through the Old Testament and it'd be like, oh, you're being punished for this and this and this and this and this and this. <laughs> yep. and I'm like, oh, come on. And But one of the biggest things, because I started praying about it, I'm like, God, let me see like how you're actually like loving, you know? Because you are Jesus, you're the same. So it's like, um, what I, now I've been reading through Old Testament again, you know, and I really just started to see, oh, these people are really, 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 really messed up. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> they kind of deserve it. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, but then you, you kind of get into a territory where if they are, is God not like, if God's not doing anything, he's not really being good because if these kids are, or if they're sacrificing their kids and stuff, it's like, and if you just turn like a blind eye to it, that's not being good, you know? So it's like, and then countless times, he would give them generations and generations and generations to repent, and they wouldn't. So it's like, oh, God, you actually are really loving, you know? Yeah, like, like long, you give them a chance and suffer. they turn it down. Like, <laughs> yeah. like so many through, chances. Yeah. If you've ever read through um, the Brick Bible, it's like this. I haven't even heard of it. So it's like it a graphic novel. It's uh, They're telling Bible stories with, like, graphic novel type speech oh, cool. bubbles and stuff, yeah. but all the pictures are of Lego characters, so oh. there's actually ah, some kind I of see. sketchy parts in there, Okay. but like, it's funny to flip through there and just see like, they're not doing all the books of the Bible, just like mm -hmm. five or six, mm -hmm. yeah. but just flipping through there, they, the guy had to like shorten it a bunch, but you would be surprised if you flipped through there, like how many cities they slaughtered, uh, like Israel, uh, how many people they killed, and it's just like, are they ever going to be done? It's kind of crazy how that happens. It is, it is. It's almost like, God, dude, can you focus on something else except <laughs> like besides murder? Well, it is, it, is, it is really intense, especially as you yeah. read through a lot of those Old Testament, but there's like, there's like a history, and like you said, generations yeah. of, of God saying, um, my way is better. Mm -hmm. yeah. I promise if you follow my leading, if you follow my, mm -hmm. my, my commands and my laws, your life will be better. And there's moments where God's people are following, but then their sons or their daughters turn away. Yeah, that's really sad. That's yeah. one, of the one of the most heartbreaking parts of the Bible. Like, these people are super excited about their faith, and then it's like, oh, but their son was not as good and yeah. got burned to death. But look at how that's not happening in your life. Ryan, you've mm -hmm. told, shared with me, I think your grandpa was a pastor. Yeah, yeah. Right? Your grandpa was a pastor, your dad's a pastor. Yeah. And so the, it, it works the other way too, right? Mm -hmm. He actually still uh, lives. He just got a new like pastor job. That's right. Generational blessing is a thing too, Yeah. right? Maybe maybe just kind of in closing, we have just a couple of minutes left. Okay. Uh, what, what, is there anything that your parents have done that have been helpful in... Uh, finding a love for God uh, in finding your way 
to, to trusting him or um, uh, have, has, has your parents played a role in your faith at all? Mm, I don't know. You don't know? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, well, now my dad's helped me, me, you know, but like before, no. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's not uh, that's not always the case. And yeah. and so like, let me just encourage people with that. Uh, like, it's it's okay to have imperfect parents yeah. because God found you, right? Mm, yeah. And God. Uh, came and he uh, showed you his word. He put people around you, your cousin at camp mm -hmm. and, and all of these people around you. Yeah. Uh, God, God can work through any and every situation. Mm -hmm. And like you said, now you and your dad are going for walks and talking about Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened now. was it was kind of like, um, uh, it, it's, it's kind of weird trying not to get like personal about it, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, it is personal. Yeah, it's really personal. And it's okay, you um, don't have to share personal stuff. Yeah, yeah, but um, once I started getting like, uh, my once I started reading more, my dad was like, oh man, my kid's reading a lot, you know? So then he started reading more too, you know? So God and used then, you in your father's faith. Yeah, yeah, and That's then, really cool. um, then I try and read to my brother every few nights too, you know? Sometimes it gets late and it's like 9.40, it's like, uh, it's too late, you know? But, um, That's awesome. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Is there anything that your your parents, mom or dad, did that was that was super helpful for you? I don't know. Like they, like I do remember a lot when I was like four or five, like always hearing stories. My dad used to read out of this like little kid's Bible okay. and say like he would tell us the story of uh, David and Goliath and Noah. No, yeah. sorry, Jonah. Um, and he's just making sound really funny. I'll bet he's a great storyteller. He'd get really excited. <laughs> um, I think I used to think he was joking when he said that the guys' names were like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> and then we just read that, and I was like, oh, wait, those are their actual names? That's really their names. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I remember your dad telling me that, that, that he, he tried to make the Bible fun for you mm -hmm. guys. And so he'd read, he'd, he'd look for stories throughout Scripture that he'd, that he'd try to read uh, in a way that, that gave life uh, to kids. And it's kind of like an adaptation yeah. uh, of, of what exists you know, for kids. And a kid's Bible does a really great job of that. Yeah, and my parents used to, um, like, sometimes they'll tell stories about, like, the beginning of the church and how, like, we didn't have a ton of money and yeah. how things were not the greatest then and just but they were trusting how, God yeah just like seeing how God was faithful like I think someone gave them like a half a cow or something yeah someone gave them a ton of clothes and money and it's just like oh my gosh these people are I don't I, I don't know what the word is but so it's it's like just amazing. living just living faithfully yeah. was an influence to you mm -hmm. and talking about God's faithfulness and like baptizing people in a trailer and now we have and now we've got a junk. little horse trough. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, well, look, I will say. Okay, I have a question, actually. Oh, you do? Um, it's very kind of irrelevant. Did you put that in Ryan's office? I did. We did. <laughs> that was, yeah, we did a prank on, on Ryan. It was, uh, we put that and a lot of other things in his office. Yeah, my dad said Funny. that. And then we put a, uh, camera. a camera on there. Oh, uh, and so as he came into the office, there was, there was like stuff all over the place. That's yeah. funny. Um, it, was, uh, it was pretty funny. I, I will say, 
I, I love being a part of children's ministry uh, and now uh, youth ministry students uh, because, man, I have seen it front row. Yeah. You guys, you guys have faith and you guys uh, are, are receiving God's call in your life and you're looking for opportunities to be ministers, ministers in your home, ministers in your church, in school, wherever it is. Uh, you guys, it's, it's incredible. And so don't let anybody, uh, you know, what does it say in Timothy? Don't let anyone despise you for your youth. Uh, God, you know what? Do you realize that Jesus, you were about the age of some of the disciples that, that Jesus called. Like they, they say it was like 14, 15, 16 years <laughs> that's old. Weird, that's weird to think about. I know. Like Jesus says you're, sit, you're, you're old enough to be a world changer. Let's do it, right? And wow. he's wasting his time drinking water on a podcast. I don't think it's wasting time, <laughs> but. It's not, not Ryan, you could be wasting. becoming an apostle. <laughs> I don't what are you, think we what have are you doing apostles here? anymore. <laughs> I think apostles have to be directly trained by Jesus. Fine. Well, okay. But certainly a minister. You guys, yeah. this was this was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. I appreciate uh, yeah. appreciate having. Maybe this is the the first of many student That'd outcasts. be cool. Yeah. Nice. What do you guys think? Were you guys were? I liked it. Yeah. Do we eat candy? Did now? you feel nervous at all? No. Eat as I, much I felt candy a little nervous. You, you did feel a little nervous. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. I, it's hard because I don't know what to expect. I'm like, uh. Yeah. I thought you guys did fantastic. Let's see what candy's in here. Are you can't go through the awesome box of awesome. I've already oh. seen it. Should I take the mic stuff. off now? You can take the mic. Okay. Off. Cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're good. Done. Done and done. You should have one. They're yummy. Uh. Ryan's gonna have one. <laughs> Aren't they kind of hard? Huh?